My guest for this episode is Sherry Edwards. Sherry started her own consulting business, Resource Maximizer, nearly 25 years ago. Her career in sales, operations, and HR management included 37 different jobs. We talk about her journey and why she had so many jobs, how she launched her own business and didn't wait for permission to do it, how she overcame her imposter syndrome, and the incredible value of community and networking. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornette. Welcome to the show, Sherry. It's great to have you here after talking with you on Twitter for so long. Nice to see you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't think we've ever seen each other. Not, it's kind of not funny, in even this real life. Yeah. No, no. It's funny how uh, you make all these friends online now, and it's like, oh, wait a second, we've never met, we've never done a video chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I've, yeah. I've talked to about four on Twitter in real life. Oh, cool. I mean, by Zoom or by phone. Oh, nice. Um, but it is just communicating electronically. Yeah, it's a whole new world, isn't it? (laughs) So let's start with hearing a little bit more about who you are and what you do, a little bit more about your business. Okay, thanks. Um, I started my business, it's going on to its 25th year now. Um, I started, yeah, believe me, I'm saying. Congrats. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And it was because I had had a gazillion jobs. And I mean, truly, I've had 37 jobs. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. You've got me beat. I I think I've only had 27. (laughs) Okay. Well, I I don't know if my story is similar to yours, but it was because I was motivated by money. I mean, I had to pay bills. My credit is perfect. Sure. So I would just barge into stuff because, oh, that pays well. And that sounds interesting. And I was so naive and I just believed everybody. And then I'd get (laughs) in there and find out that I had been fed a bunch of bull. (laughs) <laughs> or, the, you know, just so many. I don't even want to get into all the scenarios I got into at the time with employers sure. um, that didn't match my values. And it was right. upsetting. And I would just say, okay, I don't need this. And I'd quit. And yeah. I mean, there are only, well, one would think there are only so many times you could do that. It obviously <laughs> took me a lot. <laughs> but, you know, over the years, I'm, I moved from sales into business management, ultimately ended up running staffing businesses. And that's when I got more in tune with what um, candidates really need. Mm -hmm. And I was that that link between the employer and the candidate. So I had to recruit people for our our company that would fit what my clients needed. So I spent a lot of my time learning what all the clients that I could, you know, dig up business with needed mm-hmm. and then finding out about candidates. And what I found is that, boy, there was such a, a crossover on sure. there that yeah. they were not meeting. And I found out a few things. It's why I don't tell anybody, but I kind of have an <laughs> attitude about HR in general. I had to become the HR manager of that business. So business operations, HR manager, head recruiter, you name it, I did it wow. all. Um, and inside of that, I would find that they didn't ask enough questions and mm. candidates didn't even know what to give them. Sure. So because of my sales background, I just asked and I asked and I asked. And then I learned if I asked HR people who sent me an order, I'd say, gosh, I know you're so busy. Um, I really want to make sure I make you look good. I'm sure yeah. that, you know, 
I, I'm sure that I can find something that's really going to fit your needs, but it'd be great if I could talk to Bob, the supervisor, to learn mm -hmm. what you really need. And if you know those conversations, told me something completely different than what I had gotten <laughs> sent to me as a, a, a request. And so that's how I started feeling orders. And then as I went through my database, which, by the way, was cards. I mean, this is how long oh, ago yeah. it was. Yeah, so they yeah. were cards. <laughs> they were cards. And I, you know, it's it's changing now, but I used to have like a photographic memory. So I'd remember who the people were and what their phone numbers were and if they had a car, didn't wow. have a car, where they lived and all that stuff. And when we got an order and we moved really quickly and my staff would just come come to my office door and say, so-and-so just called needs X. And I'd say, call this person, call that person. Anyway, that was a blast because it was such fast pace. But yeah, what that. I learned along the way that I could sell more services if I knew more about what clients wanted. And HR wasn't going to give that up easily. Right. Um, and they didn't really, in those in the early days, have separate recruiting departments from HR in a lot of companies. It just wasn't a notion. So... Yeah, again, I, I asked a lot of questions, filled things that we probably couldn't have filled if I hadn't, learned that candidates didn't have a clue what to be telling, so I did resumes to help market them appropriately mm -hmm. and change them. And I realized that all I had done to get myself jobs, I was doing for other people because right. <laughs> I had had any title you could ever think of. And if I just used a chronological resume without the right data in it, then they'd say, well, you can't be this because you were called that. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's like, yeah, but I know how to do that. And I understand that frustration. So ultimately, I wanted to have my own business because I was tired of quitting, tired of getting fired, tired of people lying to me, tired of having to support right. values I didn't agree with. You know, when I thought I could serve a client and HQ was saying, no, we can't do that. Our policy. Well, who cares about our policies? We can and they yeah. need it. So that all led to my starting my own business. And even in those years, I thought, well, I don't know where. I guess I could do it out of my home. Oh, you people won't come to your home. It's not possible. <laughs> and that was quickly proven wrong. Um, I started my business by attending job fairs and offering to be the speaker. And so mm, those okay. were events yeah. with several hundred people in and out. And they'd stick me in a room and there'd be 80 people with a captive audience. and I'd tell them something. And what was funny is what I've always considered common sense, I soon found out people don't know this stuff. <laughs> you know, if you look at my website, I'm not brilliant. There is, there's nothing in there that's like a real, oh God, I'd never know that. I just right, pointed sure. out the obvious and I, I showed people what I had done to allow myself to support myself, basically. Right. And that also yeah. used my sales experience in asking enough questions to make sure that we got the information we needed to make sure we're pursuing the right things. Right. Um, so anyway, long story short, here we are a gazillion years later. And along the way, I've created probably 25 training webinars. I mean, they had oh, cool. been in-person yeah. workshops. People were coming to my home and we did workshops here. Now everything, of course, is virtual. Right. Um, I had been doing corporate training as well. I was doing outplacement for Drake B. Warm for a mm, while okay. and then stopped subcontracting through them and did it directly with some businesses. But over the years, as I've gotten older and don't want to run around the state as often yeah. <laughs> as I was, I've leaned more to one-on-one. -on -one. 
And oh, interesting. throughout okay. all, all of that, I, I, another thing I did was the career transition, the transition assistance program for the military. Okay. And I don't know if I even mentioned that oh. to you. No, did that I for 10 that. years where well, I went to the military bases and really talked to people for three days, different components about how to get a job in the civilian world. Oh, and that's cool. Once again, I didn't do well with leadership because at some point <laughs> the contract I had started, I was using my own material and the people on the base were really cool and they make all the copies for me. We didn't tell anybody. And then after a while, <laughs> Um, many years, about year 10, they said, okay, nobody's using any deviations from what we're sending. Hmm. So I said, okay, I'm out. And um, I found it was the best thing I could ever do because my business tripled by just letting go of that one thing. Oh, really? And I okay. can help that many more people one-on-one long. So sure. my business evolved um, from some opportunities that I hadn't planned on. I never had any intention of working on a military base. That showed up. Some of my best friends now are the people I met through family service centers there that that bootlegged my material. Um, So that's kind of the gist of it. And, you know, I don't want to keep talking and talking and talking, but if, if you're ready or when you're ready, I can tell you a little more about some of the other things that I do inside this. Yeah, it's interesting. You you pointed out something that I've said a few times because I remember I was giving a talk somewhere. I think this was maybe my talk in Australia. And I said, you know, I shared some advice and career planning advice, that kind of thing. Uh, after the talk, somebody came and said, I really enjoyed your talk. But, you know, what you said is, you know, it's kind of common sense. And, and, you know, everybody knows to do X, Y, Z. And I said, well, that's fantastic. And I said, so you're doing X, Y, Z. And they said, oh, well, I'm actually not doing it. Yeah, I should yeah, be doing yeah, it. That. <laughs> and so I said, that's the whole common sense isn't common practice. Yeah. And it's the thing I think that we often offer as coaches is that encouragement and accountability. So it's like, you know, you should be doing this, but you're not. Right. So I, I'm going to be here to remind you and to encourage you yeah. and to tell you every week, you well, need to be I calling people. people. Some people, though, get a picture of big stuff. And so they think they get it, but when it comes to putting one foot in front of the other, they right. really yeah. just can't break it down. And so I think that's our job too, is to break it down and make yeah. it doable for everybody that you work with. And my clients are all over the map. I'm a generalist. I work in all industries and there are okay. people that, that have PhDs, you know, researchers and scientists, as well as engineers and then um, people that are in um, hospitality. I mean, everybody. Wow. So okay. a- along the way, it's our job to know enough about whoever we serve to know what's needed in their world and the tactics that are likely to work and then break right. them down small enough. So that's where my workshops came from, by the way. It's because, oh, I thought, okay. wow, you don't know that? Really? <laughs> so I started creating workshops and some of the stuff that I created were tools that i found to help people get over the hump so some of my classes are um time management goal setting um effective communication because you know you can see standing out here you can say well now i can see why you're not getting that done right (laughs) and i can see where the problem here is you haven't broken it down to, to measurable steps and so i started creating all these workshops around what it takes to be successful at work and of course for someone who had had 37 jobs one of the first things 
someone said when I wanted to start my business, why in the world would anybody come to you if you've had 37 jobs? <laughs> and I said, because um, I know how to get a job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it took me to get grown up to recognize that I needed to select better to keep a job. Sure. Yeah. Um, and right, those are the right. lessons that I learned along the way, which is what allows me to coach other people and how to be successful. It's like, don't do what I did. Um, this, and, and we do, we laugh a lot because there are scenarios that can play out where I can describe some things that I did that were just ridiculous. Um, but now that I know better, and that's the thing, you know, now that I know better. And also when I was in staffing was a major point because I was that in between seeing what the problem was. Because logically, right, right. as you look forward, you go, why am I not getting a job? And why are they not contacting me? And, you know, why am I believing what they're saying? Well, that's before we had, and this is the big key too. I, I have to give myself a little cred in that. Remember, these are years long before the internet. So if I wanted to know anything, I'd go to the library. Yeah, and, yes, and I exactly. mean, I used S SEC codes and got books about, you know, but they don't tell you the stuff. And it's like, how do you really get to talk to everybody everywhere? Well, now I just look at, wow, this is so cool. We have LinkedIn and we have all these tools to, right. to find out information. Why would you not? Why would you not find out everything you would possibly want to know right. before yeah. you even put one foot in front of the other? So I, I've just spent, you know, the last 15 years probably fine-tuning those things. And sure. I think at the heart of everything that I, that I try to show people is I try to build community. And I mm. try mm -hmm. to really impress how your network is, is the thing that's going to move the dial. Yeah, that's that's right. the element that other people can't compete with, that you can, if you, you and so the whole key is using it strategically. And I designed uh, a workshop called Strategic Network. So mm, instead of tag you're it, yeah, and right. one of the things you may have noticed is I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. It wasn't my intention. When COVID hit, I thought, well, I guess I could start experimenting because I'm going to have to start tell telling people some new options about meeting when you're not going to go out and have drinks exactly. coffee with people. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get better at developing relationships with people than just hanging out. And although I'd done some degree of that, I hadn't really used Twitter a lot. And I had compartmentalized. I use Facebook personally. I have mm -hmm. a LinkedIn profile. And, you know, I have a website, of course. But I, I really didn't use electronics to connect. I, I counted on real people. And most of my business has since way back when in the job fair days, since those ended, it was with people. So oh, I yeah. started out using Twitter um, when COVID hit and I watched people. I was like stalking people. And I found <laughs> people like you and Jen saying, and you know, others that I thought, you know, you're fun. I really like you. <laughs> and so I just reached out. You know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't randomly select people. I've been very careful about who I connect with. And right. I haven't done major things to cope try to get millions of followers because I thought I function on relationship yes. in my world. I believe coaching is really a component of relationship showing yeah. others how to leverage that. So that's been my thing. And I have to say, I'm very, very grateful and pleased that I met you and they're like, <laughs> they're like 10 and that's it. 10 people that I communicate with frequently 
maybe another 25 that I do at times. Sure. Um, but that's kind of how I grew my LinkedIn profile. It's kind of how I grew everything. It's just try to get to know people. And obviously, you know, we've had to collapse that time to yeah. get to know people faster and better. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. So that this is one of the things that I'm very grateful for. You're good at it. You're you're really good on Twitter. <laughs> really? It's like, so I that's another so. surprise because <laughs> I have no clue. I literally I have no clue. Um, I, I'll I'll tell you. Um, I have an assistant who has helped me with some things like the data entry involved with marketing stuff. I write mm-hmm. all my own stuff. But good. for the longest, she'd take my stuff and load it on Twitter, and no one cared. No one did anything. It was when I finally realized, you know, after all these years, no one gives a rip. I need to, <laughs> to figure out who I want to read and what I'm going to say. So I said, I'll take it back. So I did. So I've just been experimenting. Yep. And along yep. the way, I thought, you know, the reality is I'm finding people I actually like. Right. And so right. that's where like Jen and I connected on popcorn. That's it. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, we have stuff in common and she's building a coaching practice. There are lots of things to learn, but the popcorn was the seal. <laughs> so, you know, I think your ribs were the seal for me. When oh, I, saw yeah, those, the ribs, I thought, okay, right. you're in. <laughs> you know, the smoked ribs. Yes. Yeah. Right. No, seriously. It's like, okay, you got it. And so along the way, I found a thing that just really resonated with me. And so I, I pick at those, those little things along the way. And that's where I've said, I've, I talked to Jen for the real first time this week also. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, cool. And um, a couple others I've talked to by phone, but the nice. rest is all. And so I thought I, I'm going to use it to the best that I can imagine. And I've posted some stuff where I created a riot and I finally took it down because it was like, <laughs> whoa, okay, never mind. I think I'm being misunderstood and I'm not straightening it out. So I yeah. think I'll take it down. And then there have been uh, some other things that I thought, okay, nobody was interested in that. So it's experimenting. Yeah, you know, exactly. Which I would say I've progressed because in years past, we didn't have these. And I'll just say those things and piss people off. Right. Go, oh, whoops. <laughs> I can't take it back. So it's nice. Now I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is the, uh, that is the danger. It's like now thousands of people get upset with me. It's like, yeah, okay, well, and yeah. yeah. Well, fortunately, I, I don't have that many followers, so there won't be. <laughs> but there were enough people that, you know, that I can think of two things over those two years. I was like, okay, calm down. I don't, sure. I don't think yeah. I'm making my point. So I'll just leave yeah, it I think alone. That's exactly. It's hard um, with just a few characters to be clear about what you're trying to say. Yeah, that, that's huge. You're like, okay, you misunderstood what I was trying to say. And it's like, I'll try to explain it. But if it's going sideways, it's like, okay, forget it. You know, it's, it's like, like I, what I've advised my clients, if you're emailing somebody and it's going back, more than three times, Just pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Really? Yep. And in this yep. case, it's like, yeah, I don't really want to pick up the phone. And <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll just take it back and we can part. And that's that. So I've done that a couple of times. So you've touched on a thing that I always encourage, and I talk about this a lot. It's like every job I've ever had, that's what that was a good job, I should say, has been through my network. Yeah. So it's been all about my network. And I have clients that will come to me and they're struggling for months, you know, sometimes several months and they're doing kind of the, the spray and pray where they're blasting yeah. out resumes and applying. And I said, I don't think that works anymore because it's just too automated. There's too many people doing it. Kind of never did. 
Yeah, exactly. Tell anybody. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't work. And, yeah. and I said, build the relationship connect with somebody inside the company or a friend that's connected to somebody inside the company yeah, and start having that conversation. Harder. You got to yeah. dig and it opens doors. It and the people who've done it have been surprised. Like they've done it and like within a week or two, they get called for an interview and they're like, wow, that was fast. And I said, that's, that's, that's the it. difference. That's the power. Hello. And it's also yeah. that you're more selective because you learn the yeah. things you need to know. I probably won't have a chance there. I'm not competitive. Sure. Yeah, that happens. You know, one one of the things that I built in my business, and I like to brag about it because honestly, if I fell over dead tomorrow, it's the thing I'm proudest of. Um, I created a networking group, and it started out with five guys that were in their 40s and 50s whining about ageism. And if you can imagine, this was 20 years ago. And, you know, you look at them all, and it's like, what? You know, and they, I said, you know what? And I, I kind of have limited patience. So I just said, what do you think about, and I'm starting a group. So I talked to each one of them. I said, what do you feel? And I said, we're not going to have a whiners club. It's not a leads <laughs> club. We're going to talk about solutions. That's what we're going to do. So in that group, actually, there were six original members. Um, one needed to change out of a job he had. The other five were unemployed. So one of them just mm. left and said, you're for, too far from me. I don't want to travel. He stayed unemployed two more years. Oh, wow. Yeah, the ones that stayed um, within six months, the people that were unemployed were all employed. And the guy that needed to change changed. And by the way, that one guy, um, again, he's been with me 22 years now. That's how long this is. Is been that around. right? He <laughs> has retired twice. He is still with me. Sadly, he has Parkinson's. Oh, and man. that group, that original group, I started a women's group and then within two years combined them. And, you know, in the, about 2008, 2009, we had 75 members, and oh, cool. that was when the market really tanked. Right. Uh, we've averaged 50 members forever since then. We do right now. And amazingly, that's what I posted on Twitter the other day. Of all the 50 people, there's only one who's looking for something else, and we're, we're halfway there with him. All oh, the wow. rest are employed where they want to be in what we call a plan A job or yeah, on track yeah. to do it. But the fun thing, and this was it. The whole intent was to help each other, to recognize that if you whine about it and commiserate, you're not going to get anywhere. You know, what you you can do is ask specifically for help, which means, oh, I have to get to know you to know what you could help with. And so the best fun ever, I think, in this year is some of the kids of those original members are my clients. Oh, really? Yes, yes, I'm old, <laughs> but it's been the best fun ever because then they That's bring so their cool. friends. Um, oh. And then we have this bright new light of yeah. people that they haven't been told this in college. They didn't, none of it. It's like, I what? what? They don't teach us in college. Yeah. They don't. But all yeah. these older workers have connections and have things that they That's can right. share about right. an organization to lead them this way or that. So just in the past week, one of the success stories was. Um, young engineer had gotten a job just out when he graduated a year ago. He was a contract worker for a company and I've been working with him. And I said, you know, I don't think they're going to hire you. Well, they keep saying, they're gonna, yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I think you really need to be pursuing something longer term. So it's yeah, like, yeah. and I said, you need to talk to so-and-so and you need to, and we were looking at flute because big company, long story about all the good reasons, but I have another client that's been there for several years. Um, another person I know all in the same area. So they all talked to him, coached him about what he really needed to focus on, Mm -hmm. introduced him to other people. 
long story short, he went through three different interviewing sets, three different mm-hmm. jobs, each job I found. Each one coached him through the interviewing. My group helped him also. The third time he passed and he started this week. Oh, that's great. And it's so obvious. It never would have happened. And by the way, I was right about the company because they ended his contract a month ago. All those empty yeah, promises over yeah. the year, you know, that he had been there. Never so another young engineer, same kind of thing. To me, that's what keeps me doing this. Um, but also watching how easily people want to help other people. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. need some help figuring out who and how and what. So that's what we do. So my group has helped a lot of people figure out a path, figure out the right organizations to join in. And we've we've had this going rule that once one goes in, they open the door and let more. That's and right. there have been several <laughs> organizations where we've we've done that over a period of years. And then when that organization starts changing and doesn't look so pretty anymore, sure, yeah, happens. we start advising people and changing. And that's kind of what we've been doing now for 20 years. That's fantastic. Yeah, but it's all based on networking. And it is really getting to know people. Um, We created a structure that demands that they do certain things to participate. Mm. And I think that's what's different. That's where my group's a little different than just random networking. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't be random. You're required to do certain things or you can't play. And in return, you'll get the results we're talking about. But that's where we've proven. So that's been a fun ride. And, and for me, that's been the heart of all of this is teaching people really how to develop relationships, how to ask the right questions if you're going to pursue something instead of saying, do you know of any jobs? Right. Or exactly. can, you, can you introduce me to the hiring manager? <laughs> it's like instant fail routine. You know, no, know. that's not going to work. That's, that's one of the earliest conversations I have with people is like, you're going to have to get clear about who you are, what you want. And specifically what you want next, you know, type of company, type of job. Cause I said, the first thing somebody's going to say when you connect and they're like, Hey, want? let's get, yeah. What are you looking for? And so I said, what are you going to tell them? And they're like, uh, and I said, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get really yeah. clear on who you are, what you want next and how they can help. Cause yeah. people, like you said, I think a lot of people, most people want to help. You just have to tell them what you need. Well, yeah, because if all you say is, I need a job, and that's way too big. Like, yeah. well, I don't know of any job, and that's right. it. Or asking for something, like, can you introduce me to the hiring manager? It's like, what? I don't know you. I know exactly. You know, really, I don't know you. Why would I jeopardize my reputation? Ex- well, Seriously? exactly. Yeah. Like, so, unfortunately... We were sharing what we called data sheets long before LinkedIn. It was a Mm -hmm. document that had all this stuff, same stuff LinkedIn has, and goals, and Mm -hmm. things, you know, Mm -hmm. more stuff Mm -hmm. we wouldn't tell people there. Um, And so then when LinkedIn turned out, we ended up having, we have a private group there as well. But the intent was, no, you have to think about what you're telling people. This is not just going to the world saying, I need a job. Yeah, It's like, what matters to you, but first find out what matters to them. So they want to listen to what matters to you. Right. So yeah. it, it's, it's been a process. And again, that's where the, the classes come in is to support that learning because it's not, I, you know, the sad thing is I think social media has gone to the point where everything is splat and spray. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's perceived as a winning number. 
And I guess if I were Kim Kardashian, okay, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's like, what do you really want to get out of that? And if right. you're cute and have the right publicists and other things fall in a row, but gosh, if you're just a regular person who needs a job, there's probably a different approach. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah, I turned off, it was a couple of years ago, I experimented with some of the tools, the automation that does automated posting and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And I was like, this, it's so fake and it wasn't working for me anyway. Like you said, it was posting every two hours and doing this stuff. And I was like, I'm done. I turned it all off. Yeah. And I said, I'm just going to engage. I'm going to respond to people. I'm going to respond to everybody who responds to me yeah. and make it a conversation. Yeah. And it's been way more successful, way more enjoyable. But it feels so much better. You know, it feels so much better. And I'm going to say, you know, I post a lot of stuff that nobody responds to. you got to get used to that, too. Exactly. It's like you think you're saying something that's really helpful and (laughs) crickets. It's like, okay, then. Um, Yeah. And then I started learning, well, there are some people who like me. Some people think I'm okay. I'll tag them. Um, And so, you know, a few times when I just like, can you just high five me, please? And that's what I did this week. And I got them back. I thought, okay, there are four of you. I'll take it. You know, I don't need 500. I'll take Exactly. Four. You don't. You yeah. don't need that. You know, it's the Kevin Kelly 1,000 true fans, right? It's like you don't need millions of people to love what you do. You don't. How in the world would you keep up? I just don't know. It, you know, yeah. I have to tell you, even with Facebook, and I use that personally, when my birthday comes around and, pe- you know, people are notified, of course. All right. Believe sure. that everybody remembers <laughs> that. But when I get 80 people saying happy birthday, I'm like, wow. How that is something I didn't have 20 years ago. Yeah. All those people were people I did care about at one time. You know, they're people I went to third grade with, perhaps. Right, right. That's fun. But I'll tell you, I respond to every single one of them. Because oh, wow. how cool that you took the time to do that. Whether you really meant exactly. it or not, I'll take it and right, assume that you right. did. Um, and I'll respond to you. And it's rekindled some, seriously, some relationship. From it does. When I was seven years old. Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. I've reconnected with childhood friends too. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a small world. It's been made smaller. Yeah. Um, so I want to make sure we leave time for people to learn where to find out more about you. So we've been talking about Twitter, talking about your website, you're on LinkedIn. Where can people find you and your business? Okay. So my um, website is resourcemaximizer.com. Cool. And there are lots of links inside. If anybody had questions, they want to email me. You can see places where it says contact. Here. On Twitter, I'm at Resource Max. Um, I'm not going to divulge my Facebook because <laughs> you know, yes, you don't have to do. That. Don't share it that way. <laughs> and I am on LinkedIn. You can look for Sherry Edwards. Um, I do have a resource maximizer business page, and I'll be honest with you, no one cares, and I don't do a lot with As, it. Yep, me too. I, you know, it's it's clear my business is me, so I'm Sherry Edwards Resource yep. Maximizer, um, but people know it as Sherry Edwards, and when I get referred, that's where. So you can do a Google, and it's S H E R R I. That's the only fantastic. Part that and might I'll have. include links in the the show notes and the post that comes out with this so everybody can uh, find you and locate you. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate that. Well, this has been wonderful, Sherry. It's been thank nice to actually talk with you. This is my first podcast. So thank you. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it really you're, is. You're amazing. You're a natural. Well, thank you. You know, I've, <laughs> I've done webinars, but every little thing is a bit different and I usually yeah. don't have someone asking me questions. So <laughs> Well, this is the start of something new. You should do more. Well, Jen and I were talking about that. You and I will have to. There you go. There you go. 
All right. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.